Betty, you know, you know I thought this last week about like us doing this podcast. Like, what would have been a probably better name for this podcast was the Bash Brothers podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been pretty good. That would have. Been, I mean, I guess we've played offense together before. Yeah, but I mean, that, that's what I thought. That was like, well, we we never really like played offense together. I've never really played much offense, but we, we have. Well, the truth is, we've never played a uh, player together in a checking league. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> yeah, so we really shouldn't be the Bash Brothers. But, you know, I I, I was watching Mighty Ducks and I, I thought about that. But, yeah, you know, but I was like, oh, that would have been a good, good name for the podcast, you know. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Welcome to Cup Talk. It is. Come on. <laughs> legendary. The the original mug. The, the Chewbacca mug. It, it's uh, it's in this room somewhere. It's in... Uh, uh... Once again, Nick still <laughs> hasn't posted a picture of the room no. that you all keep hearing about. <laughs> but, right but the here, mug the is... The mug is right here, though. <laughs> Check that out. Yeah. <laughs> the Welcome to Cup Talk mug. Yeah. The Chewbacca mug. I'm gonna put that right there. You know what I was thinking about? Like, I mean, I got the new t-shirts and all, but I think we need some uh, new... Uh, mugs. I think it's some welcome to Cup Talk mugs would be sweet. Well, I bet you, I mean, really anything other than, uh, not that the stickers aren't good, but something that people can use yeah. on a regular basis. I got my Curtis Joseph bobblehead from Toronto. I gave you a Curtis Joseph bobblehead. It's, Arizona it's, Coyotes. It's, it's behind Batman over there. <laughs> it's, uh, it's over there on the, next to those, uh, those beer bottles. <laughs> those, the, uh, the Stanley Cup. The Stanley Cup beer bottles over there. Oh man, what's the what's the, what I got in here? Oh, Stanley Cup from the Hockey Hall of Fame. Hey, and uh, Jonas Hiller Wild Wings Club puck, and a Toronto Maple Leafs puck also from Toronto. So let's talk about stuff that people can actually see or you know relate to now. Um, but yeah, gonna I should use this one. I don't know if I can even use it. It looks good, but I, I will take a picture of this mug and let everyone see this though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next to like some, I mean, this this room really is a smorgasbord. I bet when we do our interviews, people like are like, where are they recording? Yet? I know they see the walls and they're like, is that hockey stuff or is that superhero stuff or is that Batman stuff is, is or is he, that some random clothes? I see he, some boxes. Is he, is he in the Batcave or the locker room? <laughs> the Batcave has its own locker room. <laughs> where right. does Batman get dressed and undressed? That's right. He probably does have a locker room. Probably. He doesn't like just stand there. Come on, maybe he sits down, you know, has a couple brews, puts on his suit. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, after after a you know a hard hard night out fighting crime, you know, him and Robin crack a couple. <laughs> you know, Robin Robin's got the Gatorade though. He's too young. <laughs> hey man, I got these chocolate milk. <laughs> so Al- Alfred comes in with a post game speech. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred, you guys did really good out there. You know. You can't win them all. Sometimes the Joker gets away. <laughs> Every time. Every time. So, how, how was your weekend? It was I mean, good. Good stuff. I mean, you were telling me you were up in Park City this weekend. <clears throat> yeah, just up in Park City, you know. Just... <laughs> We were we were running an errand for a friend, so... <laughs> yeah, by getting some stuff for a friend. Um, yeah, this last weekend was a lot of fun. It was... Uh, we had multiple games. It was like our, I don't know if it was our first. I think we had, I guess we had two games last weekend, but for the two teams. But between the two teams, we had three games this last week. And yeah, a lot of funs other than ties, 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 man. 
We tied on Saturday morning, and then we tied on Sunday morning with the Mustangs team. Like you said, when one when two teams tie, one of them feels like they won the and game. And guess what? Both both times, the other team scored last, so obviously they feel like it was a win, and we feel like it's a loss. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so two ties, and the Lady Grizz team lost. They've played this DC win girls team like a like a handful of times, and this was the first loss they've had against them. I mean, I'm sure that feels great for the DC wind. You know what? And I talked to the the, D, the DC wind girls like coach after, and they're like, "Oh, they're just having a lot of fun." I said, "You know what? I can see they're having a lot of fun. Yeah, and they're playing better because, because they're having yep. more fun. Oh yeah, 100. percent Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, you when you have a lot of fun on the ice and you're just having a good time. I feel like things just go your way and you just play a lot better. But when you're mad and frustrated and like, uh, 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 you know, it's just like, well, it's not always going to go your way, but no, I mean, no, we have, we have a lot of fun in the locker room. We don't win a lot. Of oh games. yeah. I know that. <laughs> I know that. But when you do win, it's even more fun. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> you learn to just have fun either way, but yeah, it's a lot easier to have fun. Um, we are recording this during the middle of the day. Brooks is outside playing hockey. So you might be able to hear that. Hopefully we can get through this podcast without Brooks making a special guest appearance. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it will happen, but that's yeah. All right. But we'll we'll move along. Um, I also wanted to like like state that like I have eaten more bean burritos once this ho- the youth hockey season has started because like we go from like eating dinner at how at home like all the time to eating out you know a few things, but like. Now it's like, oh, man, we're, it's 9 o'clock at night already. You know, what are we going to eat? We got to pick up this kid here. We got to pick up that kid there. And, like, it's like like Taco Bell or, like, Taco Time is, like, the one place where, like, everybody in our family agrees on. So, like, it's bean burritos every night. <laughs> I did hear Autumn say our budget for eating out just went up the moment hockey starts. So that's right in line with that. <laughs> yeah. And, and and it's all on bean burritos. <laughs> <laughs> you guys pull up to Del Taco and say, we'll get the family meal. Oh, dude, the other day, like, I mean, not only were we eating bean burritos, like, all the time, but, like, we we stopped and got a coffee before the early morning game. And, dude, that coffee hit the stomach, dude. I had to fart so bad during the game. I'm, like, standing next to the parents. I had to, like, just walk away, <laughs> step back. I need to take a minute. This game's getting intense. <laughs> it was, oh, my gosh. Beans, coffee, early it's a mess. <laughs> Done so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, it was it was a good weekend. That's good. <laughs> it's That's been good. a good weekend or a good hockey season so far, and now it's starting to like plan these tournaments and get excited for these. Our team is doing a gun raffle. I saw that. So um, each kid like has to sell you know so many tickets for this gun raffle, but I get. Is it fifty bucks? I guess. Yeah, it's fifty bucks a pop. <laughs> yeah, you, it's funny that I asked you because you probably read the text. I got the text. I, mean, I was I was in the meeting, but like in the meeting, we didn't discuss that. But like I know it has been discussed in previous like you know like uh, the team chat and stuff. But I was figuring it was fifty bucks. But yeah, it's fifty bucks and like it's for like a, a gun. it's a five hundred dollar gift card and then a gun <laughs> that's worth fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, so. It, or maybe I think the whole thing's worth fifteen. Oh, maybe I don't know. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, somewhere around there. But it's it's like I mean it's pretty good I guess. And I, I will agree. Here's here's my thought because we I was talking with my wife last night about it Danielle and we were discussing. I'm like, you have two types of like 
like money raising people. You have the people that it's like, I'm happy to support, but I want something. And other people look at it like, well, a lot of time I don't care for the crap they're get, you know, they're selling. So to me, it's like, this is an opportunity for people that it's like, well, that's some, that's something of real value that I could win, but there's the, the could win or the guaranteed product, you know, what, what do you want? <laughs> would you rather spend 50 bucks on a chance to win 1500 bucks? Or would you rather buy a swig card where you're like saving a dollar on 10 drinks? Yeah. And I mean, sorry to whoever out there sells the world's finest chocolate bars, but those, I'm sorry. I think they're trash. <laughs> I would rather just give the kid $10 than buy any of that crap. And hey, we bought a world's famous chocolate bar. We bought a couple last couple last weekends ago. Oh, a couple last weekends ago. I don't think that's a saying. But. What? Regardless, if you hey, you remember Gold Sea Books? Gold Sea Books, bring them back, man. <laughs> what about like when you had to sell wrapping paper? Remember that? Like you got like no. the book of like. All these like sample wrapping papers. No, Do mine. Think that was like wrapping paper. Mine was. I just remember it was like, and then it was cookie dough, cookie dough, cookie so I dough. I don't think I ever sold cookie dough, but the gold C's, man, and the gold C was. It's like a bona fide, like it was a good coupon book. It wasn't no, you know. I mean, I guess like there's some teams that sell these little coupon things, and sometimes you buy them and they're like. Well, I'm really only going to use those two things, and then every time you go there, you forget the coupon book. Yep. We we bought one from, or like. Or we got one from the Syracuse High football team. Yep. And we yep. went to the bird the other night. I was like, oh, where's our thing in there? Like, I don't know. Mine sits on my dash in my car because I think I'm going to use it all the time. I still have yet to use it. I think I used it once, maybe. I don't even know. At Great Harvest, when it was buy two loaves, get one free. And I've bought cards for the last four or five years straight. And I've rarely ever used them because... I just don't think. Well, it's it's it, and then and it goes back to the donation thing. Like, are you donating to donate? Or are you donating to get something? Yeah. And well, I take it back. One time I did use it at Arby's and I showed it to them. And they're like, oh, "What's that?" I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? What's that? It's my coupon. Give me my buy one get one free sandwich. Whatever it is. Uh, get the manager. Uh, yeah, that's bring, li- bring the guy over here. This looks fake to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel sometimes. Like you're the one that did this. Why? Why are you not giving my my discount? So, but whatever. Let's go. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Donation. If you want to, if you want a gun, you hit me up. We'll get you a ticket. Well, okay. Now travel. here's my okay. Here's a side question. Sorry, I'm going back to it. How much of that goes towards Lexi, or is it just like it's just a team thing? It's going no. So this is the awesome thing. So like we have sold, um, like pizza cards in the past. You probably yep. bought one, yep. and that. For when we sold those, it was for the team, but really it pays for like a party for the team mm-hmm. or coaches gifts. Oh, it didn't pay for any of the season. So this one is actually paying for all of our tournaments. Okay. And so Alexi will see that money or like it's money that we won't have to pay yeah. more. Yeah. We won't have to pay for any of our tournaments. And so that's a really a good thing for a lot of families. Cause like, you know, hockey's expensive already. And if you're yeah. paying month to month and Oh wait, we got to go to Pinedale. It's another $200 per kid or a hundred dollars per kid or whatever. It's just an extra expense. So this will pay for all of our tournaments all season. So it really is going into her pocket. Okay. Perfect. That's good. Cause I always know, I know I always know there's people that it's like, you know, with the ice cream bars, it's like, well, how much of it, how much of this $30 goes to the kid? And it's like, well, 10, it's like, then here's my 10. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going to eat this giant box of ice cream, but I can give you the money that's going to go to the kid as well. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, a portion of it's got to go to pay yeah, for the yeah. gift card and the gun. 
Yeah. So, but most of it, like I'd say, seventy-five or more is going into the kids' pockets. I guess. Okay. So good. To say. Okay. Good. So yeah. Okay. Now we're moving on. Now we're moving on. <laughs> but if you want one, hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um. So high school hockey. Um. Like we say, we're in our like fourth week of high school hockey. Yeah, this, I don't know. <laughs> it's 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 going honestly. I looked at the website and still Sky, hasn't been updated. Sky Canyon still leading the league with three and zero record, which they had last week. So I don't think it's. But what I did want to say is I think they've gone to just one varsity division. Oh, and I don't know if that's how it's going to be when playoffs roll around, but. Because I noticed it and I questioned it because I saw like Brighton has a Brighton Navy, Brighton Orange instead of being like the Brighton Division One, Brighton Division Two, or same with Park City. Mm-hmm. And so there's like Park City White and Red. There's mm-hmm. Brighton Navy Orange. There's UCI North. And here's what bugs me: if UCI North, I mean, has enough for two varsity teams, maybe one of those high schools should get a couple scrubs to come and play. Yeah, and or, or why don't you split that? UCI team into two, two different yeah. independent teams. No, because they wouldn't have a strong red team or, yeah. or white team or whatever. Because yeah. you know on that roster, one of those teams is better. They oh, 100%. Teams, 100%. <laughs> it's like, we're both varsity, but this is the unofficial JV team. <laughs> well, no, they have JV teams also. Oh, my. So, like, some of these teams are, like, so Brighton has Brighton Orange, Brighton Navy, Brighton JV. Why not just well? Oh, that's Brighton. So yeah. I guess so that's... I but how many kids are getting a variance to go to Brighton? Because back in the day, Viewmont was a powerhouse. Yep, yep. And I know people that really didn't go to Viewmont that played for Viewmont because they variance. And I realized, and somebody told me this, that that's what Farmington has turned into. Mm. So I mean, back in the day, like Vars, I mean, Viewmont was the powerhouse in yeah. Davis County. So now it's Farmington. But I hear there's a lot of people that are taking an online art class at Farmington that you know, or <laughs> online yoga or whatever's only available at Farmington. Underwater so basket weaving. <laughs> exactly. So they can get on these teams. And like I'm I'm all for Farmington having a good team. Yeah. But they also have a JV. So it's, to me I'm like, okay, Farmington's has a like out of all Davis County teams, you can put a bountiful one bountiful team out. Maybe Bountiful has a JV, but and varsity. And then Viewmont, which I think has JV and varsity. And then you can only put one in Farmington and, and no other schools have enough kids, you know. Mm-hmm. But these couple schools have enough to have JV, varsity, and all these other things. Like They're cutting kids to not make the JV teams. <laughs> Probably. Or they take these, like, huge rosters. Yeah. And so they're taking, like... Sometimes you look and there's like 19 kids on the bench. I'm like, 19 kids? That's like an NHL roster out there. You know somebody's not playing. Oh, yeah, for sure they're not playing. They're and just... I would rather be on a scrub team and play. Oh, heck yeah. For heck high school yeah. hockey, like, I get, you know, playing college, you know, football, basketball, and being the guy that's like, uh, I get in every now and then, but I'm part of this team, you know. Yeah. But like in high school, hockey, come on. There's not a lot of kids on the there's normally not a lot of kids on the bench like football team it's like I swear like their whole like the only time they ever cut people is when like they run out of numbers yeah so when we started DCI back in the day cuz I was on the first DCI team ever um it was because Clearfield didn't have enough people anymore and so we had to go independent and it was like to get other kids we had to go to most of our other kids and it was also because most of the kids like 
that would have gone to Clearfield were going to New Ames. Yep. yep. And so basically it was it was Clearfield, New Ames, and Camus. Uh, Camus High. <laughs> like that's where our team was based out of. <laughs> and we had David and uh, <laughs> and Michael and I'm like I still I still run into Michael all the time. I ran oh. into David once, but I see him I usually see him at the Frozen Fury game. <laughs> but uh yeah, so I mean that's how widespread this independent team and now it's like uh, like everybody lives within a 20 mile radius but there's like, like how do you have 40 kids yeah, yeah on you know like just I I've preached it before we need more pride in your high school teams mm-hmm. like and I was talking to you know um Jay actually this last week and and stuff about his daughter and it's like when you're playing in a bit, you know, the higher league or whatever, like, unless you're part of those few teams, like, unless you're really part of Park City, mm-hmm. Brighton, yeah. those powerhouse teams in high school, you're probably not going to win a championship. So why not be on a team that's going to be freaking fun? Yeah. And you get, to, you get to wear your school colors. You get to tell people at school, like, I play for our school. Like, I play high school hockey. For who? Oh, UCI North Red or UCI North, whatever. You know, it's like, what? Well, Utah County Independent Red. We're living in Davis. Uh, well, well, I mean, I mean <laughs> I'm just I'm saying that's, about that's about how it is. It's yeah, just like I'm, I'm talking about Utah County because they have UT, UCI North and they have UCI South and they have a red and a white. Yeah. Come on, there's enough kids in there somewhere to make one more high school team, yeah. two more high school teams. Maybe, maybe those schools need to offer those underwater basket weaving classes to you know pull in a couple yeah, of chickens just to feel like. Come on, I would rather play. Like someone said, like hey, it reminds me of like when when Deitch wants to come play and he's like, how many kids? They're like ah, it's yeah. full roster. He's like, eh. But when I'm like, dude, there's only seven or eight guys. Like oh yeah, I'm yeah. in. Because he likes playing time. I didn't say and if you school. if you want playing time, form your own high school team. <laughs> yeah, and you guys can do whatever you want. You don't have to worry about making the JV, the varsity, this that. Make your own team. Have fun with it. If you're in ninth grade right now, you need to start petitioning. Because that way, by the way, because that's what a lot of kids are like. Oh, I'm just a senior. When the seniors have the real pull on the team, I think mm-hmm. most of their parents are like we've been here for three or four years. Like don't don't mess it up. Yeah. Don't mess it up. If you're in eighth grade, yes, because you can play high school hockey in ninth grade. Yeah, 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 in ninth grade. So if you're in ninth grade, eighth grade, come on, start working towards that. Also, if you want to have a good high school hockey team and you're you're eight, nine years old right now or 10, 11, go find some high some buddies in the neighborhood and I'll play. Because, like, I think about it and, like, that's how Fremont was good, I think, was mm-hmm. they just got a bunch of friends to play, you know, and... Yeah. And that's how, like, I think, and then Viewmont was really good because it was mostly just the kids that had played all together at DC Wind and just became that. Oh, I know. I played with almost all those kids. But you went to (laughs) DCI instead of taking an underwater basket weaving class and going to Viewmont and being part of the, you know, the champion team. No, I I don't think they won. They lost. They lost that year? They They didn't win one while you were in high school? I don't think so. I know they lost the double elimination twice (laughs) yeah yeah so hey and that i mean the double elimination is fun because it it creates i mean we all live for playoffs Mm -hmm. so one more game and there's men's leagues out there that are like they have like double elimination playoffs for like three months ours is like three weeks yeah i know i know but i'm okay with that too like just yeah whatever that was like a ogden the round robin playoffs and then it was seated or whatever yeah but 
All right, well, let's move on from high school hockey on to the juniors in, and the junior teams here in Utah. And you remember how I said I didn't know much about Outliers and mm-hmm. Preds, and I knew Mustangs were starting last week. Yeah. Well, Outliers and the Predators started last week also, so I'm sorry for not mentioning them. Shout but out to you guys. Shout out to the Outliers and the Provo Predators. We will get more of you on the podcast. And if you want to get on the podcast, send us a DM. Yeah. So, um, the Outliers beat the Predators 8-2 in their home opener, or the season opener. Um, the Mustangs, they beat the Northern Eagle, Northern Colorado Eagles back-to-back. I think it was uh, Saturday and Sunday. They had a little matinee game on Sunday. And so, shout-out to the Mustangs. Getting two wins this weekend. Um, I guess, like, youth hockey players get a free ticket those games so i guess we're gonna have to make it more of those games i think coaches do too i don't know if i'm considered i, I think i'm still considered a coach even though i'm not on the bench i showed to practice i do push you, bugs do you get a, you just i mean i used my school id long past i was out of school but you're just like <laughs> school discount i got an id <laughs> it's like going to taco maker and getting the student meal yeah yeah been doing that for years i mean until it closed actually <laughs> roll up can i get the student meal <laughs> the drive-thru how what are they gonna do pull up and be like Hey, you're not a student. Softest bean burritos in the in the world. I saw one one time get thrown out the window at someone else's car. You could tell it was soft. <laughs> just flopping around. No, I'm just saying when it hit. <laughs> Beans everywhere. All right, and then moving on to the college in Utah. So UVU had another tough loss against Utah, um, but they got a they got like four or five games. I think it's like four or five against uh, Montana State. So hopefully they can string together just like four or five wins. Okay. Let's run the see train it. on it, you know, turn this, you know, have that be a building, you know, staircase to, to, you know, start winning and get back on the, back on track and have a great season. Um, all right. So UVU getting their home win game. No. No, uh, Utah State. <laughs> Utah State, get no, they lost. Oh, they lost? Oh, I thought you were saying they weren't. Um, <laughs> Brooks got me confused when he walked in, I'll be honest. <laughs> so, yeah, Utah State had their home opener up in Logan, but Weber came to town and beat them. Ah, oh, that's the part we didn't get to. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then they play the University of Utah. Oh, Weber plays the University of Utah on Friday on the 7th. They're doing <laughs> hockey for Hayden. And it's for this this uh, hockey dad or dad that injured himself jogging mm-hmm. on a run. So they're doing like a little fundraiser on Friday for him. So go support the good cause. Get yourself to the Weber game. And then Utah State um, plays Montana State on Friday. And then Utah State on Saturday. Okay. All right, and moving on to the Grizz. I mean, not really much news happening there. They put in their ISIS last week, I believe, and their home opener is the 21st and 22nd. So get yourself to the Utah Grizzly games this this season. Um, And then big news in the state, this, I guess not news, but big event in the state, Frozen Fury. This Thursday. This Thursday, so tomorrow. And if you're listening to this Thursday, today, and if you're listening to Friday, it was yesterday. <laughs> Hopefully you went. <laughs> but, yeah, so Frozen Fury coming to Utah. 
Um, <clears throat> go watch the Kings. I, I today I looked at tickets, and like on there, there's like because it's it's supposed to be a, a Kings home game. Yeah, I know. But there's more Vegas fans than there are Kings fans. Absolutely. But on the tickets, you can buy Kings tickets or Vegas tickets. So I guess they're like. Want everyone in the Vegas section to like sit together? Oh, who I'm, you're rooting yeah, for? Yeah, like sit together. But like, are you really like, uh, you know, that's a that's a king section. We can't sit there. You know, I I'm way willing to pay twenty dollars more and sit in my fan section. You know, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. To me, it's like, eh, I'll root wherever. Yeah. So, um, so Frozen Fury. Um, the tickets. Are like set up like upper bowl like is mostly like forty bucks mm-hmm. and then lower bowl is like eighty bucks and there's some cheaper in the upper you know like the yeah, upper tiers yeah. and then there's some more expensive down lower but I mean and you know that's but that's around the like it's kind of like upper bowl pricing lower bowl pricing. <laughs> Brooks has joined the podcast. <laughs> Probably be here for the rest of it. Um... And yeah, so get, are you going to the game? Uh, we're still up in the air. Depends on Danielle's work. Okay. She works kind of late, so we're trying to see if we can make it work based on her schedule. So I think we'll go. I think we'll just take the whole family. Probably set up top, you know. So we, yeah, so we can you know afford good. We gotta go to Denver this weekend. This this month might be going to Vegas this month to see a Vegas game. So we gotta go to Vegas this month. So. So that, maybe yeah. so maybe we'll be sitting at the top of the house together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that'll be fun. I'm really excited for the Girls in Fury. All right, now moving on to the NHL. Let's do our Eastern Conference preview. All right, let me flip on my notes here. All right, let's start out in the Metro Division, which which is a it's a pretty top heavy division. And, uh, yeah. <clears throat> So, you have, let's just start out with Carolina, Hurricanes, um, Rod the Bod, the coach. I think he's one of the best coaches in the league. Like, like just like he's like, he's comical, he cares a lot, I mean, he gets fined, but he just is very animated, but I think it's just because he's very, you know, emotional about his team, about his sport, you know, and like, he really would, I mean, there's that saying like, the coach will run through a wall for you. Like he would run through a wall because he could physically run through a wall and because he would do that for his team. But, uh, one of those coaches, I wish, you know, coach, you know, the Leafs or something, but he doesn't, um, picked up, uh, I mean, they picked up the big, the big names is like Brent Burns and yeah. Max Pacioretty, whether <clears throat> Max Pacioretty is always injured all season or whatever. Yeah. Um, but they also picked up, uh, Andre Kasha and Paul Stastny. So, a couple older guys. Just throwing this out there. They're going to be good this year because they're picking up everyone's trash, and everyone's trash turns out <laughs> being pretty good. Well, they are. we're already a good I team. I know that. I'm not saying that they're not good. I'm saying they're going to be even better. But, uh, you know, they're, they're also their future looks good because their, their AHL team won the Calder Cup this year. So that's always an indication of like you got a lot of young guys or yeah. a lot of capable guys down in the AHL that are producing, and they like they killed it all playoffs. Like they they smoked teams all playoffs. Too, to me, so. to me that goes to show like even a top player can get injured, and you know you have somebody that's solid to replace them. Yeah, and I mean they have Freddie Anderson in goal, which I think is a stellar goalie. But do they 
do they get, do they get it done in the playoffs? Um, I could see him going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, against uh, the Leafs. Against the Leafs, <laughs> hey, it could it could happen. Like I bet there's a lot of people. I bet a lot of people would probably agree with you on that one. Um, I mean, they lost like Nino Niederreiter. So they didn't lose a lot, but they picked up some like really good stuff. And also, um, let's see. Um, the Peng- Let's go to the Penguins. They kept the trio together. I mean, that was a lot of the talk yeah, this summer. Yeah. was like, are they going to get rid of Malkin and yeah. Latang, or just Malkin and Latang? And Malkin seemed like he was out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, who's going to pay for Malkin? Because he's one of those players, like, he's good still. Yeah. But, like, I don't see any play- teams, like, shoveling out a lot of money for him. No, no. No, not at all. I mean, but he probably still <clears throat> produced at a higher level. But I just don't see him shoveling out that money because the teams that would shovel that out for that kind of guy, they're up at the cap space already, and the lower teams they're like, hey, we're just trying to tank for Connor Bedard, all right? Yeah. Get off our get off our backs. Yeah. To me, I my honest opinion, I honestly think they kept them all just for I'm not gonna say publicity, but for the team's sake, where it's like we could maybe win it. But we're probably not going to. I saw, I saw something the other day about, like, it's, like, the longest trio in any sport. Mm, I don't know I mean, about I don't really that. Like, like what that really means. I mean, maybe it said that they're captains and assistant captains, mm-hmm. and that they're the longest they've all been together, like, 15 to 16 seasons. Yeah. Like, together, all three of them. So they kept those guys together, but they really didn't add anybody. I mean, they extended um, Raquel which they picked up at the trade deadline, then they signed Jeff Petrie from Montreal. Mm-hmm. So, I just think that, not saying those guys aren't good, because they're very good and they work really well, but I just think if you want to be consistently good, you also have to be ruthless with your team. Yeah, Meaning, you, you like, do. you're not afraid to cut a player because he might be on the tail end. Yeah, and I think when I look at this roster, I mean, you still have Crosby, Malkin, Latang, which are high-end players, but they're not going to be going, you know, into the corners every time. They're not going to, you no. know. I mean, I mean Crosby's going to be battling. Yeah. But, I mean, they are older. They're more prone to injury. Mm-hmm. And Crosby's on, like, what, his sixth concussion? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And he said he's pretty, probably not going to play past the next three years. So... Uh, he said he maybe could, you know, that'll come up, but he, like he really doesn't see playing, you know, yeah. much longer. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I don't see him getting any better. And they're and like it seems like Pittsburgh's goalies are always so hot, like when they enter the league. Yeah. And then they cool off really quick. So I mean, Tristan Jari. I mean, they kept Jari over Matt Murray, mm-hmm. and they kept Matt Murray over uh, over Flurry. Yeah, and then they got rid of Matt Murray, and now Tristan Jari. I think is just another. They're gonna keep somebody another, else. N- another notch on the belt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'll probably move to Dis Smith, you know, this year to be the starting goalie, yeah. <laughs> and move on from there. Um. So move down to the New York Rangers. I mean, not much changed on this roster. <clears throat> I'm calling it right now. New York Rangers go pretty far as well. Well, I mean, they were a good team last um, year. I'm just saying. I think that they got a lot of young talent. They, like, totally sucked for a while, and now they got a lot of that young talent coming in, and I think that that young talent is maturing, and only that maturity just pushes them even further and becoming a better team. Yeah, and, I mean, 
everyone thinks Shostakin or whatever, you know. Shester Keener, I don't know how you say is, uh, is the best goalie in the league. I don't think I mean, he's the best or, Well, goalie. I mean, him and Vasilevsky, I think, right now. It's, everybody's like, those guys are the top two. But I don't, I'm not I'm not saying I, I, I agree with that. I think John Gibson is the best goalie in the league. <laughs> I keep saying that year after year until. He's not. He's not. Until he's like a backup somewhere. But right now, John Gibson's best goalie in the league. <laughs> but, um, I mean, they picked up Halak because Gurgiev went to the Colorado. So, yeah. But that's really the only change there. But like you said, like when you have young guys getting better, like you're going to be a better team without yep. having to sign a bunch of people. Yep. Um, the Capitals. See the Capitals are like the Penguins. I mean, they're mm-hmm. they're always together. Like, yeah. I mean, from from the time they the, Ovi and Sid. I mean, Ovi was drafted the year before, but there was the lockout. So they started the same time. Yeah, they've those two teams have forever been destined to be, you know, you know, like basically neck and neck. All you know, whenever you're like talking about one, you can't you can't talk about one without talking about the other. And like, it's your rival. And, so here's here's my opinion about those two teams. I think that they are following very similar path. I just think that the Capitals have been doing a little bit better of setting themselves up for the future where the Penguins have not. Like, the Penguins can't let go. But then again, there's only, like, three people. There was only, like, three people from that first Stanley Cup. I mean, not the first Stanley Cup they won, but when the, in 2009 when they won to when they won 2015 or 16, yeah. whatever it was. And like there was only like three or four guys from both those teams. Yeah, and but so I, that I'm, was kind of crazy to see. Yeah, but I feel like they, I mean, and Flurry was one of them, but he didn't play. But it was five. Guys. But to me, I think in with the Capitals, really they're building their team around Ovechkin, Backstrom, Carlson, Kuznetsov. Kuznetsov, but Kuznetsov was a, he wasn't around for those earlier. No, days. no, but I think that but that's he, where they've kind of done, where they've kind of picked up some players, and now I think. I mean, you hope Ovechkin plays for another four or five years. Is he really? I don't know. We'll see. You know, he, he he's he's playing like you thought last year. I think a lot of people expected him to dip hard last year. Yeah, and he didn't. Yeah, and then he keeps scoring and like he's. I think his best thing is he's such a competitor, but he's so relaxed and has so much fun. Yeah, because man, that guy has so much fun. But he's such a competitor, yeah. and like, but he has a good time while doing it. Yeah, the Capitals look like a fun team. I like I said last week, we talked about fun teams and the Ducks, whatever. But the Capitals would be the funnest team to play for. I think that they've got. I mean, I go back to like work environment, but like the culture of the team and the environment is: we have fun, we you know have a good time, we want to do that, create that they, atmosphere. They set the new standard for Stanley Cup parades. Four Stanley Cup celebrations, and every team that's won it since them has just tried to get on that level. Yeah, because the Capitals took it to a whole new level, and now like you see all these videos of like the Avalanche just going crazy, doing, getting you know party and whatever. But it's all trying to live up to the Capitals, you know. That could be. That very well could be, and that's why how they made after they won the cup just as fun to like see what's going on as winning the cup. Yeah, and so, I mean, they added Connor Brown, hardworking, you know, middle of the middle of the lineup guy. They added Dylan Strom. They brought back Marcus Johansson, and big thing they brought in Darcy Kumper. 
Stan- mm-hmm. just coming off a Stanley Cup win. I don't think he's the reason they won a Stanley Cup, but... Nope, I don't was, either. He was still there, they won a cup. I do find it funny that the Capitals and the Avs, like, I swear, whoever's making those deals are just like, you want to you wanna trade goalies? Let's trade goalies. Like, yeah, yeah. I the mean, Avs have Grubauer picked up... Grubauer went over there, Varlamov went over yeah, there. Yeah, and now, back and forth, it's like they've got this, like, 20-year agreement, like, hey, if we need a goalie, like, <laughs> you know... We're not going to sign him. But we'll let him know that you guys really want to sign him. I mean, this is one of those cases we'll where, good word. where I really feel like future considerations is a real thing. <laughs> because I feel like every other time future considerations is just like they have to put something in there to be like, we gave him away. Yeah, like 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 there's a lot of players that if you looked over the years that have played for the Abs and the Capitals. But that's a lot like the Ducks and the Leafs. Yeah. Like the Ducks and the Leafs like do a lot of that kind of stuff. And or have in the past. I mean, it's because Brian Burke went from both those teams and he kind of like was pulling some of his players over there. Mm-hmm. And you kind of see that with people that move around. I mean, he's in he's in Pittsburgh right now and he goes and gets Raquel, which he drafted in the Anaheim. So mm-hmm. um, it's, it's fun to watch that kind of stuff. But I do believe that they are staying competitive. I agree. I agree. And I think they will. And until my honest opinion, I don't think that they fall at all. They might miss the playoffs here and there, but I don't think they really are like, ooh, their their time is up <laughs> until Ovechkin stops playing. Yeah, like they, they definitely, I mean, every team has that, you know, Stanley Cup fall off where they lose some guys that was on that Stanley mm-hmm. Cup team. And there's not, actually, when you go through the roster, there's not that many guys even left from their Stanley Cup win. And what was that, 2017? Yeah. Whatever it was. Or 18, 18? It was 18. I don't know. I was okay. there. I was there. <laughs> we just looked at the tickets. We just looked at the tickets today. I, I told Nick that Stanley Cup final ticket stubs are valuable, and he was like, what? And I was like, dude, I bet your ticket stubs are worth at least two to $500. Cheapest one we saw, $550. <laughs> and it was pretty crumpled up. No, no, no. no, no. That wasn't a crumpled up one. That, yeah. was a, that was a different one. But, I mean, there were other ones going for, like, 1000 and then, like, two or 3000 if it was, you know, like... PSA rated and you know in a little case See, but. and like now that they've just been sitting in my little like cabinet you yeah. know but now they're probably gonna get a frame <laughs> after he realizes they're worth over a thousand dollars well autumn joked about like maybe I should like, just like frame those and take them to work and put them on the wall little does Nick know the tickets are worth more now than he paid for them <laughs> they are Boom, they are. I only paid four hundred and like twenty bucks for them I've literally thought about buying Stanley Cup tickets. Just, just for, for the ticket stub. Just for the stub. But I mean, I bet there's less stubs now, even because yeah. they they're mostly just all electronic. Yeah. Because I think the ticket stubs you have, they print out for you yeah, when like, you go in. And now they don't do that. So they used to like when you like when yeah. I walked in, they they'd print it off and they'd rip them. Yeah. Because I have a lot of avalanche ones just like that. Yeah. So now you have to get like the the playoff. The like playoff ticket package where they send you the big ticket stub yeah. looking thing. Well, thing to thing to get on. Another, I know another collectible. To I know. List of I know. I, I like to collect stuff. All right, <laughs> playing cards and comics. I just I actually just barely put a stack aside of comics that I got to give Nick. So oh, nice comic days coming. Um, but let's get back to hockey. Yeah. 
Yeah. We've we've always talked we should have a comic book. I know. Like movie podcast. <laughs> I know. I know. Maybe we, maybe like we'll have like an after after the hockey we get to the comics at the end and like the, and like the, the the movies and stuff. Yeah. Like if you stay late, you get like after the credits, after the <laughs> after you hear the outro, <laughs> you, and we're back to talk <laughs> comics and movies. <laughs> I know, right? You probably get some people to stay. Batman's locker room. <laughs> That's what we'll call it. Yeah. Batman's locker room. That's right. Batman's locker room. It's a classic. Boom. Born. Podcast. Batman's locker room. All right. So moving on down, let's go to the Islanders, which like didn't make any moves this summer. They made. I think they like, signed someone like in August, but it was like, oh, first move, and like it was nobody big. I mean, they did extend Barzell just barely. I think it was like today or yesterday, but. Mm-hmm. So they gave him big contract money, like nine million something. So I mean, they are doing something, but I don't know, man. What's going on in the island? Are they just okay being the that like kind of like Minnesota Wild team, where like they're just like barely missing or making the playoffs every year? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I kind of wonder. I mean, like, they, what? I mean, actually, starting this last season, they were one of the highest odds to win the Stanley Cup. I mean, they were coming off back-to-back Eastern Conference yeah, appearance, yeah. and it's pretty much this, uh, okay. There's there's a few guys missing, but there's a lot of those guys. I mean, and they do have a really good goalie tandem in Varlamov and Sorokin. Sorokin mm-hmm. started. I mean, but I mean, that's a pretty good tandem, and they have a lot of good guys in the roster. I wouldn't be surprised if they made the playoffs this year. Because I think they underperformed last year. Yeah. So um, there's that, but they really didn't make any like, you know, tort, tort- I mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> can't can't speak right now. <laughs> Red leather, yellow leather. <laughs> oh yeah, but um, blue jackets. Uh, all right, moving on. Moving on to the blue jackets. So I mean. I mean, really, the biggest like signing of the off season was Johnny Gaudreau, and biggest surprise. Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean, I mean, everyone. I mean, Kadri was a big surprise of where he was going to go, and it, and it still was surprising that he chose the Flames. But I think like day one, you know, like everyone's thinking, where's this guy going to go? Where's this guy? Go? Johnny Gaudreau to Columbus. Like, what? What is this? Is this a lie? Is this true? Like, yeah. And like the story about it was just like. He, he had some guys that were kind of like, you know, like, eh, maybe, eh, maybe. And there was like, we got a call from Columbus. They want you. He's like, all right, let's go there. <laughs> and so, I mean, I mean, I'm not going to say he's the first guy in history to pick Columbus, but he's really like the first guy. Yeah. yeah. It's everybody like, I'm going to go to Columbus and play. Yeah. Signed, sealed, delivered. Yeah. And I, and I know that there were some things about being back in the States, being closer to home and all that stuff. <laughs> And I think I think it's really good for that that city to get somebody because yeah. dude the Columbus Blue Jackets have been one of those teams like everyone gets drafted to is good and then like and Seth wanna, Jones and I, I want to go somewhere else. Seth Jones wasn't drafted by the Columbus Blue Jackets he was drafted by the Nashville Predators got traded really early in his career for Ryan Johansson but it was a good trade for both of them but yeah. yes he was supposed to be their savior and he was and he's played the most minutes in one game in that like quadruple five overtime game they had but he didn't want to stay there yeah i know that's because nobody wants to stay there i mean 
who wants to listen to a cannon shot every time they score? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shotty Control said that's one of the things he's got to get used to is hearing a cannon shot. Because there's like a famous video of like him at a game and like shoots and he like flinches. Well, I, I always think of when they held the All-Star game and it was like a million goals and it was just like <laughs> over and over and over again. <laughs> oh, man. So I, I, I really like it because I, I like to root for the Columbus Blue Jackets. I do because they're like they're like the Florida Panthers of old. And, I, and I've always liked the Florida Panthers, mostly because when I was little, I liked their logo. But I've always rooted for the Florida Panthers even more just because they've always been like an underdog. Mm-hmm. I mean, now they won the President's Trophy last year and stuff, so they're kind of getting on top. Curse. But like a team like Columbus is fun to root for because you don't hate them. Why would you hate them? There's no reason to hate them. Well, they don't have any rivalries because if they've never really been a big contender, there's no big moment. There's no big... I mean, I guess now the Flames can kind of hate them, but really they probably just hate Johnny Gaudreau more. Yeah, and, and like they were part of those expansion eras where like it was hard to build a team, and they yeah. just have never... I mean, Minnesota Wild's like finally getting... Yeah. To like where they've got their team and they're they're okay and they're congrats. Like, it took you twenty five years, but I mean the days of like I mean if, if they could build a team the way the Kraken and the oh Vegas my got to gosh build teams, yeah, and that's why they changed it because those teams I, were I trash. Don't think these people would pay the money that they would for an NHL team if they, it was the old way. No like, way. You literally got like the trash. You know, people throw away like like you talk about people's trash, but it's more yeah, like no. more like guys that didn't work out. You know, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. that are still good, and people are picking up. But so I'm really excited, and I mean, I love their goalie tandem in uh, Elvers Merzlikens and Jonas Kuprasalo. Yeah, like it's like two of the like the like goalie names in the league. Like, yeah, dude, those yeah. are two like goalie names, and I, I think those guys are just fun to watch, and both of them are really good. Like uh, competitors and like just a good 50 50 tandem. Mm-hmm. If they go, I yeah. mean, probably a little more Merzlikens, but two all star goalies. Um, but I think they should give Johnny Gaudreau the C going back to him. <laughs> I know it's Boone Jenner's right now and he, yeah, he, yeah. he's injured right now, but just give it to Johnny. I'm calling it right now. When Johnny Hockey plays back in flames, he gets booed so bad. Oh, yeah. But. But I, I will say this, though. Him making his decision has made the Flames a better team. Mm, yeah, yeah. I agree. Because without him doing that, they don't go for the hoodoo trade. Nope. And Kachuk's still on the fence. Mm-hmm. And they don't go out and uh, get Kadri either. Nope. So, Flames fans, I know you're going to boom when he comes to town, but you should be applauding. <laughs> That's right. He <laughs> should be applauding when Johnny Hockey shows up. And Johnny Hockey, I mean, he's just like a he's a good guy to root for. I mean, he's a small guy. Yeah. Not supposed to, you know, I mean, he got like the Hobie Baker in college, but, you know, he wasn't really supposed to like pan out. And it seems like he's in every other year. So his first year in Columbus is probably going to suck, and everyone's going to be like, ah, yeah, Johnny What Hockey. a waste. What a waste. You know, glad we dodged that bullet. And then the next season he'll put up 100 points again. So, but, yeah, so I, th- I think – Columbus is going to be a fun team to watch. New Jersey, I mean, they add, they add like, Andre Pilat and Vinicek and goal. Um, no, they still suck. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it seems like every year they, they sign one big guy. I mean, yeah. last year it was, like, Dougie Hamilton. But, I mean, Hughes, Heischer, both first picks overall haven't really, like, I mean, Hughes is still young, but, like, Heischer is, I mean, he's a good player. They gave him the captaincy. Probably if 
they would have waited two more years. They probably would have given it to Hughes, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) But he sure got it. And yeah, there's, there's just, I just don't see him being good yet. I don't either. Even though everyone says the NHL loves New Jersey and for some reason they keep on giving him high draft picks. That they want it. so like Connor Bedard is probably going to go to New Jersey if the NHL has anything to say about it. You heard it first here: the conspiracy theory that Connor Bedard will be a New Jersey Devil. Yeah, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking the Blackhawks fall last; they get Bedard. I don't think whoever's last gets the first pick. I think it's going to be second or third. So I think that's right where Blackhawks are going to be. Well, I'll tell you what: the one year the Abs were supposed to get the first pick, they got the fourth pick. And that's, that's when they picked up Kale McCarr. So, screw you, number one, two, and three, because well, they ended up with a better end. Well, number one didn't really mean much this year. <laughs> no, one, two, and three didn't really do anything, I don't think. Because the number one guy didn't go till four to Seattle. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you mean, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, um, New Jersey still New Jersey. Um, Philly, though? Philly, like, they didn't really pick up a whole lot, but they picked up... Tortorella, John Tortorella, yeah. which I honestly thought he was done coaching because he also chose Columbus and went to Columbus yeah. to try and fix it. And I think he and he didn't get fired. He walked away. Yeah. And I think he realized the same thing and everyone else realized, except for Johnny Hockey, asterisk in his name. Nobody wants to go to Columbus and play. Yeah. And no one, but like they say their fans there are crazy, like dedicated. But for some reason, nobody wants to play there. Nobody wants to. Played for that team. Um, but Tortorella did give it the old college try or whatever. I mean, he did really yeah, try. Yeah, yeah. Played, he, you know, served out his, his uh, contract. But he, I think he was really done after that. He was doing, like, the ESPN, like, Plus or the Crease or whatever you want to call it show. And he was talking and uh, crapping on Zegras's, you know, lacrosse goals which i'm not a fan of it either like i i literally like smack kids sticks at, oh, at do, practice oh. <laughs> they the try the zegers goal every time i try and see it like i, I slap their sticks i didn't say brooks tries to put the puck on his stick like and throw it in the net and i just smack it off his stick i'll tell you <laughs> He's what so mad at me you know me if someone picks tries to pick that puck up i'm coming down hard on their stick two minutes well worth it. If they've got the puck on their stick, you can hit that stick as hard as you want. I know, but I mean, I mean, a, a ref's probably going to give you one just for being, oh yeah, like a little extra, but worth it. Even even in drop-ins, I'm just like, nope, I'm not <laughs> dealing with this. We have not contemplated drop-ins. I know we have. We should. We probably should. We should. I mean, who doesn't love a good six o'clock in the morning? No, Wednesday? let's go play. I think uh, Ogden has like a Thursday night one. Oh, that's not bad actually. And like. Last time I ran into, uh, ran, I ran into a lot of people there. Like, oh, you come and play drums? Like, no. Yeah. But we should go play. Yeah. Uh, back to the Flyers. Back to the Flyers. I mean, really, they picked up Delorier's, which to me is like perfect guy there. Like, dude just likes to punch people's faces in. I, th- I, th- I really think that, you know, the Broad Street Bullies, Flyers type, I think they kind of look at that and go, you know what? Like, if it worked back then, why can't it work now? So not that they're like, oh, we're going to just beat everyone up to the Stanley Cup Finals, but I think they kind of have this attitude of like, we're not going to mess around. And it's like, yeah, they might not be like the best, like talented, like yeah. sniper team, but I think they look at it like, no, we're going to play and we're going to play hard. And I think that's why they kind of go up and down Well, I think so much. the Flyers lately have been a team that's okay, which is sucking. They like seem like they're in... I've, I think I've said this before on here about um, Keith Yandel. 
He was the Iron Man, and he got healthy scratched. Mm-hmm. Broke his streak. And everyone like was like, oh, just let him play it out. And I'm like, you know what? This coach, he did lose his job, Coach Yo, lost his job. But he probably really shouldn't because he was trying to do the right thing in the end. Yeah. And he probably just lost it because everyone just figured that, like, you know, like, after a season like that, you know, a couple, you should just lose your job. I mean, that's yeah. kind of the standard nowadays. And, but he, like, I think it was just too relaxed there. And he was trying to, like, say, no, 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 no we're going to work. Yeah. And I think Philly went out and got a, a coach that's like, I don't care how funny you are. I don't care how this, you yeah. know, because they do have some jokesters on the team. And that's good. I think it's good to have, like, fun. Let's just look at Gritty. Yeah. But, like, we got to work. Yeah. Like, and, dude, I mean, Gritty's funny and all, but, like, Gritty gives it to him, you know? He's kind of got that Broad Street bully. Yeah. I If there was a if there was a, a Royal Rumble with all 32 mascots, and all, there's only 31 because Detroit really doesn't have. But now Seattle, we got to talk about that. But we'll talk about that in a minute. But... <laughs> He's going out first. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. There's a Royal Rumble, which should be what they do at the next uh, All-Star game. A Royal, I mean, they always do like a little game. No, no. Let's do a Royal Rumble with all the mascots. That would be pretty awesome. That would be pretty <laughs> awesome. You know that every WWE fan would now become a hockey fan watching a mascot Royal Rumble. And then you know for a fact that they would be like, oh, we got to do this across sports. We got to get every, you know, top you know, mascot in there. Does uh, the Cougar be what was his name? Cosmo. Does he is he win it or the Jazz Bear? I mean, those are two top. Dude, those, those two mascots, in my opinion, always get the most publicity on ESPN or whatever across all everything because they're always just doing crazy things or unique things or whatever. Even, even though the the Denver Nuggets they, they came out this week that he makes six hundred k. Whoa! Most most mascots are bringing in like sixty k. He brings in 600. Highest paid mascot, Denver Nuggets. Holy cow. So, Sign me up. <laughs> Benny will Benny ride a sled down the, down the, down I seen the, the jazz. I've seen the Jazz Bear do it before. And he wrecked. I think I was there one time when he wrecked. 600K? Yeah. Do it with a broken arm. I don't care. <laughs> 600K? Sign Benny up. Grisby. <laughs> Grisby, huh? He's, and that's a volunteer basis. <laughs> I don't know. He's got to at least be pulling in something. Oh, sorry, I'm not tall enough to be Grisby. Fifty bucks a game. I get, what was remember when they had the midget? The, the like I don't know. Is that a good word? Midget? Is that okay? Smaller than normal. The, the smaller person, uh, Grizz Grisby. I don't, when, I don't, remember when they had him? Uh uh-uh, no. Oh, it was like a little blow up one or something. But mm. um, yeah, I could I could I could do Grisby if I was taller. I think. Grisby, though, is one of my favorite mascots. Just mm-hmm. He's just got that personality. Yeah. <laughs> but go back to it. If there's a Royal Rumble, mascots, Gritty is taking home the belt. I think so. He's taking it home, and he he goes in first. He walks in slow, and he just throws everybody out. <laughs> Finishes it by, you know, jumping off like the ladder. The, like the first guy before he enters, before they even ring the bell, he, he drop kicks him out of the <laughs> rink. <laughs> Ring, not the rink, the ring. That'd be even cooler if it was a, a hockey rink. Yeah, that ring. would be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> See, NHL needs to call us for some. I know for some marketing tips. Whoever's out there got connections, give us a call. All right, so all right, so that that rounds up the Metropolitan Division. Let's jump over to the Atlantic Division. Um, President's Trophy up top. 
Florida Panthers. Um, they definitely don't win the President's Trophy. Well, well here's what I was going to say. They, they get rid of Kachuk. I mean, they, they pick up Kachuk, lose Huberdeau. And I, I think they are not as good of a team, you know, on paper mm-hmm. now, losing Huberdeau. Um, they still make it to the playoffs easily, though. Yes, but I think I think I, I was thinking about this today when I was doing my notes. Was I think this trade makes them a worse team, but and they're going to lose more games, but they're going to win more playoff games because of this trade. I could see it. I could see. So it. I think this is a playoff move. I think they're like, well, okay, we've made the playoffs the last two years in a row or whatever, and last year we won our first <laughs> playoff round, but we still lost to Tampa Bay. Because again, this is another top-heavy division, and maybe the hardest division to win—not to get in the playoffs, but yeah. to win. My guess: Toronto, Florida, Lightning. That's you think Toronto wins this division? Yep, I do. Uh, I don't know. Calling it right now. All right. Well. All right. Well, well. But I also think Florida Panthers may have the best goalie tandem in the league, with Bob Roski and Spencer Knight. Yeah. I, I, I like Spencer Knight a lot, and mm-hmm. I like Bob Roski a lot. I mean, even though they pay Bob Roski way too much money, but he's still a good goalie, probably one of the best goalie tandems in the league. Um, so, yeah, no President's Trophy, but more playoff wins is what I think. Moving on to Toronto. Um, I mean, also in the East, 100 points. It took 100 points to get in the playoffs in the East. But, I mean, if you go to the West... It took like ninety four. Yeah, yeah. So this was one of the highest. Like there was more hundred points teams this last season than any other year. Yeah, prior. So, um, moved down to Toronto. I mean, they picked up like Yarncroc. They extended Juridano for like eight hundred k. Like he <laughs> signs for nothing, mm-hmm. which has kind of become a kind of a tradition here in Toronto. They get guys that just want to help Stay, this team win, yeah. and they sign for low money. Do the McKinnon thing, but like a lot less than McKinnon even signed Yeah, for yeah. Uh, and they picked up Abe Kubel, Mister Cup Denter himself. <laughs> and then probably their biggest two pickups are their two new goalies, and uh, Matt Murray and Ilya Samsonov. So mm-hmm. picking up not only one team's trashes, but he went to another team who became their trash. But he also won two Stanley Cups as a rookie. Yeah. So. Hopefully Matt Murray can get back to it and win some games. I know that's a big question mark in this whole thing, but, I mean, he was in Pittsburgh. He was a good freaking goalie. Yeah. I mean, they got rid of him for no reason at all other than, like, hey, this next guy, he might be better than mm-hmm. you. Yeah. They were willing to roll the dice. And and so, but then he gets traded to Ottawa. Like, you go from winning two Stanley Cups to Ottawa at that time. That's got to do a lot to your, like, just psyche yeah. and stuff. And goalies, a lot of head games. So, hopefully getting this new chance, you know, really helps him. I think you got a good team in front of you. You got a good chance of being a good goalie. Man, when they got rid of Peter Mrazek, I was like, worst signing they've made in the last five years. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I mean, everyone talks about, you know, Marner, Nylanders, and... Um, Matthews's contract. I mean, they're not like questioning Marner and Matthews, but mm-hmm. it's really that Nylander one, which really nowadays isn't much of you know. Most guys that are doing what he's doing in the NHL are making that much. Yeah, but John Tavares, I think, is the hard one to take. Yep, I agree because it's like the hardest one to move. It's you know, it's mm-hmm. like 
you're the longest one. You're just writing that out. Yeah, like, and he isn't producing the way the other three are. Yeah, I, I, if they win the cup, he'll be the first person to lift it. And Matthew should be. Yeah, or I don't even care. Give it to somebody else. Give yeah. it to give it to Giordano first for taking eight hundred k. Yeah, if they win this, give him the seat for the night. I don't care. John Tavares is not my favorite captain in the league, and yeah, we'll just say that. I'm just saying Matthews will get the largest contract when he resigns because I don't know if you saw they're gonna up they're gonna up the cap space like every year. It's like an additional three million dollars. Well, it's been going up. Until the COVID thing, like two to three million every season, and so now they're at their third season without it going up. I think, or yeah. it's going to be, and Fair. so it's going to jump. Yeah, and so I think they already know that, and they predicted that, and hopefully, I mean, Matthew says he loves playing in Toronto. He mm-hmm. says he does. Hopefully, he really means that, and there's no way he's going to Arizona, playing a five thousand seat barn. I mean, at that point, they'll have a new stadium. I still don't think he's going there to play for the the Columbus Coyotes. No, no, I don't think so either. <laughs> yeah, God, I made it Columbus yeah, Coyotes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two places nobody wants to go, Arizona, Columbus. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I think Toronto's going to do good. I hope they do good. Um, I mean, I think they are going to feel the effects of no Jack Campbell. He played last night. I watched it. had a stellar save. <laughs> Ben's, that's like the word of the podcast, Stellar. If we had a Conky, you guys don't know who Conky is, watch some more PB Herman, but he, he would go, he'd go off every time we said Stellar. I usually mouth it to Nick Stellar every time. Um, so moving on, got the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, they lose a couple guys every season since winning the Stanley Cup, but I mean, Palat. I mean, Platt was actually one of their, yeah. their their producers in the playoffs. Yeah. And so I think that's one of the first, like, real blows they've taken. Mm-hmm. But I still think they're going to make the playoffs. Oh, I still think they're going to make the playoffs, hands down. They're still going to be good. Um, uh, same team, basically. Um, Boston, though, sound, they brought back Bergeron. They brought Krejci back out of retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of feels like a, like a farewell tour. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm surprised they didn't get Char to come back for one more season. <laughs> yeah, to, I know, right? Just to put the jersey. I mean, I know they re-signed him for one day just so he could retire a Bruin. But if he would have just like, hey, we'll give you a million bucks. You only got to play 10 home games or yeah. something. like. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I'm surprised they didn't do that. But it's, it feels like a farewell tour. They really only have four forwards signed through next year. They have one, but he's like a... Uh, you know, an in or out mm-hmm. guy. You yeah. Know, help Steen, I think it is. But I mean, really, they just have their four. I mean, it is the it's Marchant, Hall, Coyle, and DeBrusque. So it's their core. Other than Pasternak is not part of that. He's a free agent in the end of the season. So Boston really has to make some decisions. I mean, the decor is all locked up. You know, for two to three seasons at least. And um, but I don't know. It feels like a farewell tour. If they make it the playoffs, they're that. One or two, three game end of the season. But I mean, in this in this in this division, like who who's gonna take their spot? No, no, no. I'm not. Say- it's oh, it's got to be a wild card. Oh. I'm saying in the Metropolitan Division, 
Oh. That's a little bit more so that they could get yeah, the I guess, wild I guess, card. I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are three. The top three, three are set. So, yes, it would have to be wild card. So maybe Boston doesn't make it. Uh, I'm just saying, they're, they're the last wild card spot to make it if they do. Well, in this division, like the Metropolitan was like, it was top heavy. And it was a 16 point jump from like playoff team to not playoff team, which is huge. Yeah. In this division, it was a 32 point jump. Yeah. From Boston to Buffalo, thir- Buffalo was the first team in this division not to make the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> thirty-two point jump, and I mean, just drop down to Buffalo. Um, I mean, you got like you got these like first picks. You know, Owen Power. He probably will play majority of the season this year. I think. Um, gotta get the young guys to step up, but like their goalies, they they just re- they signed Craig Anderson to be like their starter. <laughs> Craig Anderson's like forty something. Yeah, it's like signing Luongo. Longer than he really wanted to play. Like I mean, yeah. I give it to Craig Anderson. You know, props to you for still playing. I think he was Luongo's backup in Florida for like a few years too. They both came from Florida, but Craig Anderson, he's a good guy. But I really played for the Avs. You know, know? that's where he like became. Uh, he was a backup in Florida, but when he came to the Avs is when he became yeah. a starter. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of like made a name for him, and then went to Ottawa, and that's where yeah. he played the majority of his. Big time games, yeah. Um, but I just don't see them doing any better this year. And I guess maybe they're doing maybe one more tank year for Bedard. Maybe, <laughs> maybe just one more. Um, and so Detroit moving down to Detroit. You got they picked up quite a bit. They got Coop. They got a cop. They got Kuba League. They got they got Chariot, Chariot. Chariot, Chariot. It's like Chariot. My opinion, I think Detroit would be the only other team in this division that might make a run for Boston's spot. But, I mean, they got a pretty good goalie tandem in Nijvelchik and Billy Huso. That's why. They were the guys that picked up Billy Huso, but what were you going to say? That's why I'm saying. I honestly think Detroit's doing this. Gets back. Gets back to the playoffs after their Mm, 25 straight seasons to missing it for the last, like, seven. Brooks is joined the podcast again. Hold on, Brooks. We're almost done. <laughs> so I think that they they could be that team that is battling Boston for the last spot in the wild card. Yeah. But what I mean, Ottawa though, Ottawa, they always think they're getting better. They got the Stutzel. They got Josh Norris stepping up. They got Chicak. I can't. Sorry. We're late in this podcast. Can't we're getting I was gonna say Ninja Veljevic or whatever. The, the plays going uh, for, he's actually American. Yeah. <laughs> he's got those really thick eyebrows. <laughs> but go back, okay, going back to Ottawa, though. They get, though, I mean, you got a lot of young guys. They picked up Cam Talbot, which I think has always been overrated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think he's yeah. going to yeah. be overrated again. Um, but they picked up Drew and Debrinkit. Yeah. You know, so uh, Ottawa could be good. But I still don't see them making the playoffs. No, no. Like, I agree. I agree. They'll be better than they were, but they're not going to be good. Yeah. And then just dropping down to Montreal in the last in that division, they went from making the Stanley Cup Finals to the worst team in the NHL, basically. I don't think they're going to do much better. I mean, they they had the first pick, and they took the surprise, you know, Jerez Slafarski. I think that they are the fall for Badar. Also, mm-hmm. I mean, they they also added Sean Monahan, Dan Nov, and Kirby Doc. So three good players. So yeah, they I, got better. 
But I honestly but think Bryce not yep, playing all season. That's that's where I think that they they're not going to do great by any means. Um, but they also made Nick Suzuki the captain and not Brennan Gallagher. I like. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I like that. I'd rather have Nick Suzuki. I, I mean, he's, yeah, he's a younger guy, you know. Yeah. But Brennan Gallagher has like literally bled for this team, yeah, <laughs> physically, <laughs> and so. I don't know. I don't see that. I see them jumping up a little bit. I mean, I guess really only people they could probably pass. And I think I think Ottawa, Detroit, and Montreal all better than Buffalo this year. So mm-hmm. I think they fall down yeah. to the, the fall for Bedard. I'm telling you, Chicago. They're going to Chicago. I'm calling it <laughs> right now. To, well, Buffalo gets last, you know, but they've had a couple first picks in the draft. Mm-hmm. So like, they don't get him. They're not. They're not going to be the. Then, then, then again, they, maybe like the Edmonton Oilers, where like they had four, you know, first round. First three pick. out of it was three out of four years they had yeah. first round yeah, first, first pick. pick, and maybe that's going to be them, and they finally get the Connor McDavid they're looking for. <laughs> maybe I don't know, and turns that that uh you know series around, but um I guess it's time to do our our predictions for the playoffs, or do we save that for the next time? No season. Well, you know what? Let's save it for the next episode. I'm gonna say I gotta put together my my list. I don't have it officially put the together. The season officially starts on Friday, but only two teams play two games. That's not gonna change my decision. Okay. <laughs> Nashville and San Jose. Nope. We, but I do gotta get the fantasy hockey going. Yeah, I was actually gonna say, when are you getting the fantasy hockey? Well, like JJ runs the family league, and I try. I text him the other day. I was like, "Well, no family draft is because we always do it." Yeah, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, you know, family dinner. So I will get on our my my Welcome to Cup Talk League today. <laughs> and JJ will probably have the family league up by next Sunday. So he will also be giving his predictions after Sunday. <laughs> well, can you still do a draft after the season starts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just just it makes I guess San Jose and National Predators players a little less oh. valuable. For the two one game, game two le- oh, the first two. week. The first week. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Because that first week is always, I think, two weeks. Yeah. So yeah. for if you pick up those guys, they're actually like three weeks because you get three weekends with yeah. them. Um, but yeah, so that's the episode. Till next time. Till next time. NHL hockey this week, and a little NHL hockey in the state this week. Be there or be square. Be square. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be there or be square. Oh, I don't know why this isn't working. The, the playout music's not working. <laughs> See, we just got intro music. I guess you get the intro to play you out this week. Have a great day. Later. Later.